Tasting Anarchy, your wine and liberty podcast. Join Mason and Jake each week as they try new wines and discover how much government is in your drink. Hey guys, it's Mason with Tasting Anarchy here. Um, hope everybody had a wonderful Chilterberg for those of us who got to join us. Uh, for those who didn't, there's always Chilterberg Dose and the forthcoming other Chilterbergs. I have you listened to the Friends Against Government podcast bonus Childerberg travel episode? You know what we're talking about. Um, so as Jacob and I promised, this is my end of the mini where I talk about the wine I was enjoying on our last episode with the fabulous, wonderful, awesome, amazing, and super knowledgeable, knowledgeable uh, Jackson Blood. So this is the Hernande uh, de Salo, S.A.O. Miguel 2015, Echol Dos and glows red. Um, so this is a red blend. It's 40% of Alicante Bouchette, 30% uh, Torgi or Torga Franca, and 30% uh, Torgina Nocial. Um, so this is a Portuguese. Uh, those, as my understanding of a lot of those reds that I just mentioned, are kind of big and famous in the Portuguese wine. So it's a uh, 14.5% alcohol by volume. This was part of the gold medal wine club uh, wines that I got for my birthday from my wife. It's an ongoing throughout the year uh, wine delivery. So I get three per quarter. So this was the first I've opened of it. Um, the others I got in that pack were another red blend and a uh, another red blend, but a red blend in a rosé style, so not exactly a full red blend there, so not the best description from me on that part. Uh, so to the wine itself, I've got my last glass of it. It is super, super dark, but while it's almost black, you can still see the uh, purple notes in it. It doesn't have a huge nose to it, at least as far as I can tell. Um, definitely got some red wine smell to it. Um, this is one of those wines that every every time I've opened it, um, it's been a little different uh, from the one before. So I think it's definitely, um, as it's not aged in the bottle, but aerated in the bottle, because I obviously can't put the cork back in the same way it was before you break it, uh, the original seal, um, it's changed a bit. Um, so I'm going to take a sip real quick and see if I can you guys a better description than my mumbling, rumbling, uh, ramblings. Yeah, definitely... Um, this feels dry to me, so um, after the swallow, it kind of dries out my tongue. It has a good coating to that. Um, very delayed onset heat and burn. Um, I don't remember it having as much of that when I first opened it, so that's really interesting. This glass has been open uh, 15 minutes now at this point. And usually with reds, um, especially red blends, I try to keep them open a little longer than that before having them. Uh, thanks to Jackson, kind of gave us a not necessarily a great description on why to do it, though he, I'm sure he could, he didn't necessarily have to give us one, um, but kind of made it clear that, yeah, that's a really good idea, so <laughs> I try to do it. Um, have another sip. Yeah, so per my usual not great descriptions, um, definitely a red wine flavor, um, very dry, light body, at least the way I understand that. Um, I've really enjoyed it. Um, so last bottle gives you kind of pricing. So they normally say winery retail price $15 or $25 a bottle for this. I I would see paying $25 for it, especially if you uh, drank it a little faster than the week or you know, a little over, a little less than a week that I've been drinking it. Um, I think the additional air hasn't really helped it full, uh, full body. Um, 
they're saying they're fully the they're saying the palette according to the description so gold medal wine club they give you really nice information about the wine um they're saying it's full-bodied but i'm not getting that necessarily uh definitely dark red fruits um in the flavor um which is they also say in there so um and then what's cool about it is you know they can tell you discounts if you got you know, or to buy a bunch of bottles from them. So it's like, if you bought two plus bottles, it's 18, six plus bottles, it's 16, um, 15 bottles, it's, or not 15, $12 or 12 plus bottles, it's 15.50. So if you're like Jacob and you buy a massive bulk of wine, they definitely can get you a good discount there. Um, so as I draw the air across the wine, um, it definitely uh, has a lot of off-gassing of the alcohol in it. Um, you know, 14.5, it could be as low as 13.5 or as high as 15.5. Um, I really do like it. I just wish I had it uh, drink it a little faster. I think it would have um, maintained a stronger flavor throughout if I had done so. Um, so that's kind of my mismanagement of the bottle. Um, so things to plug, always Childerberg follow Childerberg, see Childerberg, go to Childerberg, uh, especially Childerberg Dose, as it'll be the next Childerberg you can attend if you have not a time machine and did not join us on Childerberg 1. Um, so looking forward to talking to you guys another time. Have a good one. Hey, everybody. It's me, Jake. I'm doing a mini episode today that I promise, I believe, Friday's episode that is a comparison between two Merlots, a French Merlot and a Texas Merlot. And Texas Merlot, you'll you'll recognize the brand because this is the brand that used to process and, and make wine out of Rowdy Boland's grapes, who was one of my guests earlier on the show. Uh, not earlier today, but you know, in a previous episode. And I think that like I don't really have a lot of base for Merlot because I think I've only had it in Bordeaux blends. And I kind of wanted, I guess, French to be my base. But these two wines are super, super different. So I'll go ahead and start with the French one. The French one was quite quite a bit lower price point. I think I got it for about 10 bucks. It's one of those that you buy it for $10 and it says it's marked down from like 17 or 16 or something like that. So whether that's true or not, you know, who knows. Uh, but it was about 10 bucks. It's called uh, Luc Pierlet Reserve Merlot 2017. And I think it was pretty good. One thing that I really thought was particularly interesting about this one, maybe not really good about it, but something that I liked was the color of it was such a, it was so purple. It was almost like a violet color and really just really pleasant to look at. A little lighter bodied than, um, well, actually quite a bit lighter bodied than most wine I drink. Merlot tends to be, for me at least, uh, I wouldn't say too delicate, but not really up my alley. And even though it normally isn't, since I've been kind of enjoying Pinot Noir a lot more lately, I've also started to kind of revisit Merlot and and like it a lot better than I used to. I still think it's, it's great for blending, uh, but as far as by itself, this one didn't really wow me. I, th I thought it was good though. So it had a lot of uh, bold berry flavor. Uh, it had a like a tart finish, so it was, it was acidic. Um, for the price, I mean, that's that. It was really good. So had you know a nice aroma. It, it was de it was definitely like for ten bucks. If if I was going to you know go to a party or whatever and wanted to bring a Merlot, plus it's it's got a handsome bottle. This would not be embarrassing at all to bring. And Merlot is 
tends to be a crowd pleaser. Um, it's not offensive. It's not super strong flavored or anything like that. So people like it. So if you're looking for about a you know ten to fifteen dollar bottle of French Merlot, this one might be a good one for you. Now on to the one that I think is the better of the two, but also like I said, very very different, and that is Trilogy Cellars Reserve Merlot 2016 uh, from Huckley County. Or Hockley County, and that is the one that Rowdy Boland's grapes were used in. Uh, it is a, it is thirteen point two percent alcohol by volume. I think this is very good. It is a lot more aggressive, much more bold, a lot of fruit flavor, uh, very smooth. I believe that this was a double gold winner at the San Francisco Wine Chronicles competition in. I don't know if it was this one. I think I think they won in 2015. So the, I'm not sure if it was the 2016 vintage or the 2015 vintage that won it. But it is a very good wine. A lot of fruit flavor, like I said. Some vanilla. A little bit of oakiness, like toasted oak. Uh, a little bit of leather. I've talked about this before, that Texas High Plains, a lot of them have like an additional flavor. And I think it's from the heat. So it's got kind of uh, not hot as in like burning your throat hot, but it's got a little bit of heat to it. It's also pretty acidic on the end, but not in the same way as the French one. So I, th- I think it's it's a pretty interesting comparison. You, and a good way to observe terroir is when you get two of the same varietals. Now, they are very different years, so, but, you know, um, I'm not very different years. are one year apart, but from year to year, it's going to be different. And they are very interesting, both of them. So I would... The Trilogy Cellars one, I don't know how easy it'll be for you guys to pick it up. You can go to their website. Um, They have a different name now, which I believe I mentioned in one of the previous episodes. Well, I don't don't know what their new name is, but I will maybe put that in the show notes so that it's easier for you guys to find out. So anyways, this is a fun thing to do if you have people coming over. You know, I just had Mason here, and we did... Friday's episode, which is a nearly $200 bottle of Cab Sob. I kind of would like to, next time I got, I'm either in Virginia or he's in Texas, instead of doing a really expensive bottle of something, maybe he and I can do some comparison stuff. Maybe get three bottles of something he likes from very different places, similar vintage, and just see how they are, because it's, it's, it's kind of a fun thing to do. So I recommend if you guys want to have some friends over and do something like this, uh, it's a good way to have sort of a house party. Just have a couple of different ones. Do a tasting. Merlot's a great place to start because there's a lot of Merlot available and you can get it from some kind of unusual places like Texas. And you might be pleasantly surpri- surprised because this Trilogy Cellar one and uh, soon Rowdy Bowen will be having his own vineyard or winery open using his grapes and you'll be able to get his probably online, maybe only in Texas at first. But you know, stay tuned to the show because there's actually some pretty important Supreme Court cases going through right now that will maybe decide what's available direct order state to state. So it may end up being a lot simpler down the road. I think that's it. That That's really all I wanted to say on this episode. But because I recorded this a lot later than I expected, I, let me go ahead and take a couple of minutes to say what a great time I had at Childeberg One. Organizing it was a little bit of a bear, but I think it paid off big time. We had such a good time. We visited only two of the three wineries we wanted to. We went to Torna Locks and I think it was it's pronounced Parisos. Really, really good wine. Um, I think maybe it was a little ambitious to try to visit three in a day, especially with a group that size. And we were just having such a good time at the other ones that we kind of lost track of time. And 
didn't make it to the third. But then once we were back at the campsite, we had a brewer who had come down, share some of his beers with us. We popped a couple of corks from some wines that I brought down as well. Just talked Liberty. You know, not actually, we didn't only talk Liberty. We talked whatever people were interested in. We talked about a whole bunch of different things. I had a really great conversation with Dino from the Dino Files. And I'd like to say to him again, thank you very much for designing the Childerberg One logo. Uh, I'll be working closely with him again to get another shirt for Childerberg Dose, which is going to be coming up soon. Um, and by soon, I mean in a year. And I just, I had a great time. It feels really, really good to have put it on and everybody to have had a good time. And we had great weather until the very end of the day on Sunday, but most of us had already left by then. And those who didn't were able to take refuge in the shower house. Um, but I think that it's it was definitely a good inaugural event that is going to usher in a continuing annual Liberty Gathering in Central Texas. So I'm going to be promoting it on the show. You can follow me at Tasting Anarchy. You can also follow me at Childerberg on Twitter to get news and updates. That's all I've got to say today, guys, so stay free. Knock down windows and tan down doors. Drinking Afghans and calling for more. Drinking wine, spoody, you drink wine. Wine, spoody, you drink wine. Wine, spoody, you drink wine. Pass that bottle to me. Hoy! Drink it, man. Oh, give me some of that slop. Oh, pass that bottle to me. If you want to get along in Peter's town, buy some wine and pass it around. Age runs up to 49. All them cats, they love sweet wine. Drinking wine, for the Yodi, drink wine. Wine, for the Yodi, drink wine. Wine, for the Yodi, drink wine. Pass that bottle to me. Hoy! Wine, wine, wine. Elderberry. Wine, wine, Cherry, cherry. Wine, wine, Blackberry. Wine, wine, Port and sherry. Wine, Oh, pass that bottle to me. Now down on Gilsey at Willie's Den. He wasn't selling but American gin. One soldier wanted a bottle of wine. He hit that cat for a dollar and a dime. I drink a wine for the Yodi, drink wine. Wine for the Yodi, drink wine. Wine for the Yodi, drink wine. Pass that bottle to me. Now I got a nickel, have you got a dime? Let's get together and get some wine. Some buys fifth and some buys fourth. When you get together, you're doing things smart. Drinking wine, for the Yodi, drink wine. Wine, for the Yodi, drink wine. Wine, for the Yodi, drink wine. Pass that bottle to me.